0: Have you caught the travel bug? Don't worry. I have too. I'm Katie, a travel agent who specializes in accessible travel. If you love to talk all things vacations with a little fun along the way, you should head on over to Katie Talks Travel, a podcast on Unmute Presents. This has been an ACB Community Call.
1: Unmute presents community call was hosted on thirty January twenty twenty
0: four. Hello everyone and welcome back to another unmute. We have a couple of announcements as always. As always, sheesh, if I can talk this morning, that'd be good. We have a couple of announcements here at the top. Uh, first of all, want to remind everyone that we're going to take all first questions, and if we have time and get through everyone, we will take second questions. Also. Please be respectful and ask your questions with the same respect you'd want everyone else to give you and vice versa. Also, I wanted to remind everyone that uh, we've been doing a lot of work and updates on the unmute website. So go check out the unmute website. They, we've got uh, all the podcasts on there and all kinds of other cool stuff and we're updating it all the time. So definitely go and check that out. So that's unmute dot show. And as always, I have Michael here, Michael Babcock. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I am doing well. Appreciate, uh, everyone for visiting and sending in questions and feedback Uh, it's been very valuable uh, and uh, thanks a lot for that marty yesterday on technically working um oh
0: before we get into that didn't you have a question i did the question of the day is going to be with all of these ai goggles headsets glasses all kinds of stuff coming out Is it something you'd be interested in? Would you get one? If you got one, which one do you use? Or would you not get one? You think it's silly? We would love to hear your comments on that. So chime in and raise your hands with uh, any tech questions you guys may have. Perfect. And yesterday
1: on Technically Working, as I pulled the website, technicallyworking.show, that content is also going to be available over there on unmute.show for your reference. We talked about... uh, the custom views that you can set up with Gravity View. So if you're interested in using WordPress with your uh, small business or affiliate, and you know, it's something that you should be exploring, and you want to hear some ways that we've talked about building out custom views for use inside of WordPress to display the content that you need, feel free to go give that a listen. Uh, Hopefully you'll get some value out of it. And if you don't, know about wordpress maybe you'll uh, ask some questions that we can answer for you uh we also published uh recently the thursday travel show with katie um and in that show she talked about your travel goals for 2024 uh marty let's see uh sheila sorry uh, do, do we have any hands
2: <laughs> bam hey bam Wow, th- that this is unusual for me to be the first one. Uh question of the day. Um no, I have not really considered getting these uh wearables, I guess you would call them. Um because well, for one thing they're way expensive. Um uh, my bank account is always telling saying, "I'm hungry." So uh, so no, and, and if I ever got to a point where I couldn't do what I needed to do along those lines, simply using my iPhone, then, then I might consider getting a wearable if I could find one that I thought would serve me well and which I could afford. Thanks, Pam. So right now, the answer would be no.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Pam.
2: You're welcome.
0: All right, Sheila.
3: Green.
0: Repeat that one more time, Sheila. You got Gregory? cut off. Gregory. Oh, there you go. Alta
3: audio now on mute. Hello.
0: Can you hear me? Hey, uh-huh. we can hear you. Hey, Greg. How are you doing?
4: I believe I'm a first-time uh, follower. Wheel. I believe. Um, I would. Uh, I could afford it. I would do it as for a wearable because I am. Currently in a beta. a phone has joined the meeting. A beta with the Celeste smart glasses. And oh. they are doing very good. And I would, if I got a chance to do another more advanced wearable, I would do it. Um, cool.
0: That sounds awesome.
4: Yeah. The, wearable, the Celeste wearable, the smart glasses are in beta. And I'm very impressed with them. So if anybody wants to go you know, look look into Celeste Celest glasses, um, I encourage them to do that.
0: Awesome. Thank yeah, thank you. And welcome as a first-time caller. Thank
3: you. Sheila. Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Oh, um, sorry about that. So, regarding this, yes, yeah, potential, so I am going to potentially look into getting a pair of Envision glasses. Uh, so, I'm going to try the subscription model. And it's going to be from Envision, so it's going to be interesting for me. And yes, it'll probably help me increase more independence,
1: and that'll be really exciting. Very good. Yep. So and, did you just want to share with us, or did you have a question there, Nolan? Uh, both, actually. Perfect. Yeah, that, the Envision Glasses subscription, I really liked what they did with that. Um, it's similar to the way the Celeste subscription works, except for Envision is 150 I think, a month, um, which I think yeah. it makes it a lot more attainable for people to try out to see if they like it and if it's a form factor that they're going to use. It used to be $3,500. Uh, well, I think they had a lower plan for like 18 but it was a substantial outlay of capital just to see if it's something you were going to use. So appreciate that feedback. And what's your question?
3: So I have a question concerning um, concerning, um, podcasting with Spotify for podcasters. Okay. I take a look and see the algorithm of how many people that have commented on my podcast when they sent in. A voice message because there's no way to do it from the Spotify for podcasters mobile app accessibly using the accessibility features that they're trying to
1: update. So I think that's where some good feedback to Spotify for podcasters uh, support team would come into play. I personally don't use that platform. Um, I've heard mixed reviews about accessibility. Uh if you wanted to actually get analytics about numbers and and who how many people are downloading your show and stuff like that using a dedicated podcast host similar to Pinecast might be a good solution and then directing your feed into Spotify so people can listen to it on Spotify that would give you more analytics on your show though as well.
3: Okay. Just thought I would ask cuz I um I what concerns me right now is that VoiceOver is no longer telling me because there's like, like some blank spots that VoiceOver is ticking at whenever I click on the screen and it frustrates the heck out of me and I'm afraid I'm going to have to say something.
1: Yeah, so so I would definitely reach out to their support team in that situation where something is on the screen but voiceover isn't reading. That is when toggling on screen recognition might be beneficial, but it's not the perfect solution. So, uh, hope that helps you out there, Nolan. Okay. All right. Thank you for your help. No worries. Who do we got next, Sheila? Jane. Hey, Jane.
5: Uh, there you are. Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, for me, I don't. Well, there's privacy concerns. I'm a little bit... <laughs> I haven't tried many wearables. So I, I have serious privacy concerns. But um, I did look into the... Well, I have to try this now. uh, With my Mac and Braille display. But it says here that you can assign commands. I'm not sure what... How? Or if you go to the voiceover utility, and I guess miss. Uh, well, pair the bros display and go into, there's a way you can assign commands,
1: but I think. Okay. So it says you can assign a command, uh, to tell the time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Perfect. I will look into that a little bit because, yeah, it looks like it might be in here. So I'll, I'll do some poking at some of these options here. Thank you. Uh, who do we got next there, Sheila? Beth. Hey, Beth. Hi.
6: Uh, I was listening to one of the uh, podcasts and um, I had asked a question about thumb drives, um, how to get something from a cassette. And you had said, it's better if I can have a service that does it. But I forgot to tell you, this is um, kind of personal. Like my mom used to talk on a tape, you know, when I was a baby from when I was early college. And there's some... Some um, uh, stuff I don't want just anybody knowing about. So, like, how do I get? You said something about analog digital. Digi- it'll
0: be a digital to analog converter. It's called so Di- digital basically to. Mm-hmm. It, it's called a digital. Actually, to... opposite there,
1: Marty, because you're going analog tape to digital. So it would be an analog to digital converter,
0: and okay. it goes
1: from a tape player to USB, and they have USB. <clears throat> cassette players that will let you play the audio from the cassette into your digital audio workstation or your recorder. Now, the reason I told you to go and send this to to possibly explore a third-party service to perform this is... A, it's going to take a little bit of technology skills. So I'm definitely not saying you can't do it, but it's going to make you uh, need to learn how to use a audio recorder that might be Reaper or Goldwave. And then it's going to require you to have to find a a USB supported cassette player so you can get the audio from the cassette into your computer. Um, Again, that's something you definitely can pick up and, and learn how to do. Um, if privacy mm-hmm. is a primary concern, and that's a very valid concern, and I get why you might not want to send tapes away to get them digitized because you never know what's, what's going to happen with that. Um, and if people yeah. can listen to them, for the most part, I think these, these services that you send your cassette tapes to to get digitized are probably automated and people probably don't actually listen to the audio would be my guess. However, oh. um, that's an opportunity to explore the privacy policy of the service that you decide to go with.
6: Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. it might, um, you know, because I almost needed probably a, a technology teacher and it's hard to get, you know, they're all the way in Des Moines, which is like about five hours from where I live. So.
1: Gotcha. So there's not a lot of training so, in your area.
6: Yeah. It Kind of, kind of bums me out though. I, I wish it was, but yeah, I can't just ask Des Moines somebody to come out, you know, they have to do a case and every, you know, I can't just ask because I had services with them, you know, teaching me stuff, but I, you know, you can only have it for so long and then <laughs> they have to have other people. So
1: gotcha. they teach Whoa. other, yeah. Well, that's some valuable feedback, Beth. And I appreciate hearing that. And I'm sorry that the training opportunities aren't as diverse and available for you. Uh, but hopefully that direction will help you out and go back and listen to the podcast to get some more information. Okay.
6: Okay. Otherwise, you could probably or um, could somebody remote in my computer even to help me do that? Like like if I hook something up, like the converter and
1: stuff. Um, I don't really- have that. I don't have that answer for you, Beth, but, um, send us an email. We can talk more. Okay. Okay. Thanks. No worries. Who do we got next? Sheila. Desi. Hey, Hey, Desi. Desi.
5: Well, that silly pesky little unmute button. (laughs) 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 Um, okay. So, um, I am on my phone right now, but generally, um, I use my Mac for a lot of calls. And when I am a participant in a call and not hosting or something, Um, Sometimes I will like to use the option Y option for raising my hand, but every time I do that, this one message keeps coming up on the screen about, I don't even quite know what it says because usually other people are talking at the same time. Um, It's very interrupting and it just says something like, plus press command something or other to go to a different, or whatever
7: it says, I don't know,
8: but
5: I'm, I'm wondering cause I don't get a lot of other messages that I don't want, but I, I don't know. And it will just do it repeatedly and I will hit control and it will stop talking. And then a couple <laughs> seconds later, it will start again. Um, any thoughts?
1: So Sheila saw me raise and lower my <laughs> hand a couple of times.
0: Um, I'm so, sitting here yeah. laughing at him. Dylan. I was just about to do the same thing. <laughs>
1: um, so when I do that too, and I'm sure Brad has probably seen this as well. It says press command tilde, uh, To reach pop-up and lower hand. Honestly, I hate to say it, it, but I think that's just how Zoom handles it. And you should send some feedback to access at zoom.us, I think is their email. Um, And it says, it looks like, hey, that's kind of cool. It looks like you're done talking. So we'll lower your hand in eight seconds, even though I'm still
0: talking. Thanks, Zoom. Appreciate that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So I think that, unfortunately, that's just how it's going to work right now. Some of it also may have to do with your voiceover cursor being like landed in this particular area. So if your voiceover cursor, sometimes it'll move on its own if the screen has a pop-up and then the voiceover cursor will jump to that. Or if you Mm. move your voiceover cursor to something else uh, and say like it's on the mute button, then it may not read what pops up. So a lot of it has to do with where you have your voiceover cursor and also where the voiceover cursor is automatically deciding to have a brain on of of its own and kind of go wherever. So that could be part of it.
5: Okay. Well, I will try to redirect my cursor then. And I, I thought that I have done that in the past and I, I don't think it was all that successful, but I totally appreciate what you're saying. And I, (laughs)
0: One thing that I always do and that kind of helps a lot keep uh, voiceover from speaking a lot during a Zoom meeting is Mm. when I log into a Zoom meeting, I'll automatically move the voiceover cursor down to the mute button and then it just sits on the mute button. And the great thing about that is it doesn't really read anything else that's going on in Zoom unless you have the alerts within the settings on or off, depending on what you want to hear or don't hear. But then also if you need to mute or unmute yourself, all you have to do is tap the space bar to mute or unmute yourself.
9: Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is Brad. Go ahead,
0: Brad. Hey, Brad.
9: It's it's not voiceover that's saying that, because I have my voiceover set to Alex, and I what's it called? Descript, descriptive, uh, whatever it's called in, in accessibility. Oh, it's uh, spoken, speak content. Spe- spoken yes,
4: content. Yes, yeah. yeah. I
9: have that set to Samantha. And the voice you're talking, the phrase you're talking about, I hear spoken with Samantha.
5: Oh, but see, I don't. I my my voice. Yeah, there's. You have yours is
9: the same. Yeah, but because mine are different, I can tell which one it is. that's no, no,
5: mine aren't the same. Because I just. Oh, they're not. Okay. I was just talking um, to Chanel earlier about the fact that um, sometimes when I'm, you know, playing the instructions, someone will come in or out of the room, and Samantha's voice will holler out, you know, so and so entered the room.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. My spoken content is Samantha as well, but I hear that in Alex.
5: Oh, that's weird. Because
1: I
0: hear it, in yeah. Samantha. So
5: I wonder why. I mean, I wonder oh, no, why I, I do don't.
1: hear it in Samantha.
0: Well, some of the some of the alerts that you hear or notifications within Zoom are also mm-hmm. things that you can go in the settings and turn them on and off. So yeah, if you don't right. want to hear people coming and going out of the room every time, or, or if you there's other things you can go in there. So if you open up the Zoom settings, off. you could just turn them all off, and it will make Zoom. Well, what you're attempting to do is make Zoom be as quiet as possible quiet. and only hear the absolute necessity things you want to hear. If you don't want to hear anything, just shut them all off.
5: Yeah, there are certainly some things that I do want to hear when I'm hosting that I don't want to hear when I'm just in, in the group participating. But yeah, yeah,
1: there is a tool out there and it I need to play with it more. Uh, but it's called Zoom Cuts, and that gives shortcuts actions available to users of the Zoom application on the Mac. And potentially, hmm. that could give shortcut. I don't know if you can change, like, uh, what alerts are spoken, but that might be something to look at because you could set a shortcut to enable or disable specific uh, alerts, possibly. Oh, yeah,
0: that You would can be have helpful, different profiles. Yeah. So if you're just going to yeah. be someone in a Zoom meeting listening, you can set it up to do what you want to do in that scenario. But if you're hosting or moderating or doing something else, you can then set it up to be that setup when you're doing that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, good, good thoughts. Thanks guys.
0: Yep. No, no problem. Worries. And
1: do we have any other hands right now, Sheila? No. Nope. Oh, Oh, no hands? That means we actually have to talk technology stuff? Okay. Well, one thing we can
0: talk about, which was pretty big last week, is all the new updates that came out across the board for all the things. So there was updates that came out for iPhone, iPad, watch, the Mac computer, and iPads as well. So there was some new security features. Michael, did you read about those? Yeah, so a couple of months
1: ago, there were some... Um, concerns about people looking over your shoulder uh, being able to capture your passcode the details of your passcode and and say oh i saw where he taps these are his his passcode digits and then stealing your phone and triggering it so it has to pop up the passcode um, that that was a big issue that Honestly, didn't impact uh, a lot of people, but those high prior high profile targets, it it is a big concern for them. So, what Apple has done is they made it so specific, and then what they would do is they would go change your passcode and then they, because they already had the original one, and then they would disable the find my iPhone feature and then be able to sell the phone. Um, Apple went in in iOS 17.3 and gave the a feature that you can go enable so you have to use face id um and you can't use pass you can't use your passcode to get to specific settings in the iphone so it'd be worth looking at that if you haven't yet Um, mine on a beta accidentally got enabled and i did not like that so i went and made sure that was turned off uh because for some reason with this iphone 14 pro max that i have i've been struggling (laughs) with face unlock slash face ID a lot more than I have in the past. And I think it might be related to how big the phone is and uh that experience. But I see we have a couple of hands. Sheila. Uh
7: hi doc. Hey Doc.
10: Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Doc? Well doing pretty good. Uh I have a problem that's sort of strange. Uh by the end of the day, for some reason the arrow keys cease working they don't respond and it's I, I don't know what it is and it seems like it's um, only you know when the machine's been on for you know quite a few hours and it, it's sort of baffled me it's frustrating to you know, so, you know not be able to navigate around with that
1: yeah this is, this is on Windows if I recall right you're a Windows yes, user right? correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is this on a desktop or a laptop? Laptop. And is this using the built-in keyboard or the x ex- or an external keyboard?
10: External.
1: It would it almost makes me wonder um do any do you have problems with any of the other keys and do you charge the external keyboard overnight?
10: Uh it's hardwired.
1: Oh, it's hardwired? Okay.
10: Mm-hmm. It's That's a
1: Zoom interesting. X gotcha. But does your uh, laptop keyboard work fine, too, Uh, during that time? Do you know? I don't know.
10: I've never never used it.
1: Because that would help you determine if it's an issue with Windows and maybe something's going wrong with Windows if neither of the keyboard arrow keys work versus it being a hardware issue. But that seems like a strange hardware issue. I've not heard of that. But if anyone else has, please raise your hand. And next time, try the laptop keyboard and see if those arrow keys work. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Doc. All
8: Chima. right. Phone number 614, ending in
11: 211. Could you unmute and tell us who you are, please? Hi, I'm Julie Russell. Hi, hey Julie. How are very, you? I'm good. I have a strange question. I get <laughs> sent forms through my email, and I want to edit them on the iPhone. I've gone to Microsoft Word. I get almost there, but not quite. And I've tried Acrobat, Adobe Acrobat. And I think oh, there's one more pages. I tried to do stuff in there. Can you give me any advice on? Is it even possible to edit a form?
0: It, well, it depends how the f- form was created. Is it a PDF or what's the form? Uh, what's the form's original? Uh, okay. one structure? Of, is it a one PDF of
11: them. Or? One of them is PDF, and I had them send them again in Word. So I've done them in
0: both. So someone's so, converting a PDF to a Word document. Go ahead, Michael.
1: Yeah. So. When you say you almost got there, can you give me a little more details about what problems you encountered while trying to fill it out? What happened?
11: Okay. The first three things was, of course, your name, address, and phone number. I Mm -hmm. got those. They were listed. And then when I got into the form part of it, uh, it just didn't want to let me put the information where I needed to put it.
0: Did it let you put information anywhere or just not in the place you wanted to put it?
11: I did not see it anywhere.
0: I wonder if they didn't but make it, the wor- part it worked, editable.
11: It, it worked at the beginning when the name, phone number, and address came in. That came out fine. I was able to do that with no problem. And then when I got into the form, then I had you know, a lot of trouble trying to, to fill out just, I only have to fill out like five things for my work, and I just can't seem to get it done.
1: So you can see the questions. Like you're able to read the questions. You just can't answer them and fill them out. Is that correct? Right. Okay. So to me, this sounds like potentially the focus either A isn't getting put into the proper place for you to fill it out. And I'll explain that in a moment. Or B, um they might be using a template in Microsoft Word. So I have a couple of of solutions of things to try. So what I would Do in the first place is if you're navigating with your rotor by line, like line by line, then um, have you tried um, using your rotor, switching to words, and navigating to the end of the line, and then started start typing, and it doesn't let you, or the keyboard doesn't show?
11: I it lets me on those first three, but it Mm -hmm. does not let me. I can try it again, but um, it didn't let me last week.
1: So. This is where I would reach out to Microsoft Disability Answer Desk and tell them, hey, oh, I have okay. this form that I can fill out the first three fields, but I can't fill out any of the other fields on it. And if you want, I can get you the phone number to Microsoft Disability Answer Desk, and they may be able to look at the form and tell you why you can't fill out that form and or give you some ideas on ideas on how to be able to navigate it.
11: Is that the one on Be My Eyes too, or not?
1: That would actually be perfect to reach out to the Be My Eyes team. Um, Because, yes, it's the same one. They do have a a telephone number, but you can, it's the same team if you reach out to them through Be My Eyes Specialized Assistance.
11: Okay.
0: Did you say you were using an an iPhone to do this?
11: I mean, I want to do it on my iPhone so I can do it anywhere that I am.
0: Yeah. I won't
11: have to lug a big computer around with me.
0: So a suggestion I will uh, recommend, which you can look at a few different tools that are out there, but sometimes it's better to have a PDF tool specifically to edit and create PDFs and all that kind of stuff. There is one called PDF pen that works on iPhone and iPad, all the iOS apps Uh, It's pretty good, and there's also one called UPDF, and both of those are specifically for working with PDFs. That might give you a little bit of a better opportunity to be able to work with PDFs than putting it into Microsoft Word if you're using it on an iPhone. So I would maybe look at both of those as well.
11: Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Um, So uh, Microsoft, what was the first one, the HEN? PDF HEN?
0: No, yeah, PDF, PDF and then P-E-N, like a pencil. PDF pen. pen. Yeah.
11: Okay, I'll try that. This 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 will be a big help, I think, because uh, I'm very close. I just can't <laughs> get some of
1: them filled out. That's, That's the frustrating good. part about accessibility. I see we have a couple of hands here, too, so I'd stick around because they may have some suggestions as well, something for you to try. So thanks a lot for joining in. Sheila, who do we got next? Eric. Hey, Eric.
10: Good morning or afternoon for... Back east <laughs> yep I have a a kind of a dilemma um uh, I have big hands and also I have uh arthritis, and I have an eleven pro now, do any of these newer phones have bigger icons uh like on the edges? I have issues hitting some of those little buttons? Um, for example, like, uh, hitting wifi when I'm coming into the zoom room or the, okay. Uh, for that, you know, those little buttons right on the edge or any of those buttons bigger on some of these newer phones. So do you have the 11 pro or the 11 yeah. pro max? 11 pro.
1: So I could be wrong because I have no sight. Marty, please jump in here. But I think mm-hmm. going to the Pro Max might give you a better experience because you're going from a 6.2 inch to 6.7 inch screen. And that's going to give more real estate on the screen for your hands. I never thought that I would like the Pro phones. And now I'm on a Pro and I, I don't know that I can go back to a smaller phone.
0: <laughs> I... I'm on the uh, 15 Pro Max, and it is a a substantially bigger screen, which does make some of the stuff on the screen a little bit bigger. But also, there's a difference in what's stock on the phone and what third-party apps. Sometimes, they give you the ability to make the icons or the interface a little bit bigger when you go into the settings and things like that. But not everything when it comes to third-party apps. So, it's going to be something that's a little bit of a trial and error. But if you're having issues with uh, like a lot of that stuff due to, you know, the way your hands work or anything like that, I would suggest uh, looking at voice control inside your phone. That really helps a lot being able to control your your phone more with your voice. And it does everything from opening apps and dictating and doing all kinds of stuff. It pretty much allows you to control your phone with your voice. You could do some of the same stuff with Siri as well, but it goes a lot deeper if you're using voice control. It might help you. But you'd also have to look and see if any of the individual third-party apps will allow you to make the screen real estate a little bit bigger, depending on what it is you're looking for or trying to do. Um if you're using voiceover you can always swipe instead of trying to just land on a specific icon so even if you just get your your voiceover cursor up there and then you would swipe to the right and let the voiceover cursor land on any of the things you're trying to you know connect with or or tap on instead of just trying to land your finger on it that okay. actually
1: might be the best bet for you is to use voiceover because what some people don't realize is You don't actually, with voiceover, Apple has made it so you don't actually have to tap on the icon that you're trying to access. If voiceover is selected, uh, I'm sorry, voiceover is enabled and the element, so the button for Wi-Fi is highlighted with the voiceover cursor, you can double tap anywhere on your screen and that'll activate that element.
0: And actually, if you are a voiceover user and you do have issues with your hands and you turn on voice control, you can actually control the voiceover cursor with your voice. So, for example, if you're using your hand, you swipe to the right, swipe to the right, and then you do a single finger double tap and it will open something up, you can voice that. If you have voice control over on, or yeah, voice control on. So if you get the voiceover cursor up there and you say swipe right, swipe right, it'll move the voiceover cursor over while using your mouth or your voice to command the voiceover cursor.
10: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Wow. Okay. I'll try that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. All right. Sheila, thanks, Deb. Hey, Deb.
8: Hey, Deb. Hi. I was. Thinking about Doc's question, and I had a similar problem, but I used a multi-port hub in my laptop to plug in my keyboard. So, mm-hmm. same thing, it quit working, and I tried the laptop, and it worked. So, anyway, I got a better one. I did. I found out that cheap ones, after a while, if you have too many things plugged in, like some part of them quits working. You can jiggle them sometimes to make them work, but <laughs> it's better to replace it.
1: Well, yeah. perfect. Thank you for that, Deb. Appreciate it. All right. Elizabeth.
12: Hey, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi there. Did I hope she I hope I think what I just heard you say is the multi-port hubs, the cheaper ones don't work well, which actually is kind of my experience. And also you sometimes need you need to make sure you have a new one because this new USB, you know, you don't need an old USB hub because they they're not fast enough. But she talked. He talked about having a Zoom X keyboard. I'm not sure. Did I hear that right? Or a Zoom Text keyboard? I don't know what. I zoom... think.
1: I is think Doc he said still he was, here. I think Doc yes. was using an external keyboard with Zoom Text. Is Doc oh, still here somewhere? Yeah. Doc, zoom
12: what's the keyboard key that you're using?
10: Keyboard. Oh,
12: a Zoom Text. Is that a manufacturer? Yes. A Zoom Text keyboard. And yes. suddenly your arrows don't work? Is that what I'm hearing?
10: Yeah, at the end of the day. They work fine in the morning.
12: Well, that's really weird because they're not yep. susceptible to light. So one of the things that I would find out is whether you're getting a charging issue. It's um,
1: hardwired again. into the computer.
12: Hardwired. And you find you it works in the directly. morning. It it works in the morning and it doesn't work later in the day after you've used it for a long time. That, that makes no sense.
1: I, I would honestly too, Doc, reach out to Humanware and ask them if they have any suggestions for why this is happening if you haven't yet. Why would yeah.
12: humanware because you're using what?
1: Because because humanware sells it.
12: A zoom text keyboard. Yeah. What is what I what is this is not a regular keyboard?
1: Um it looks like they have larger letters on the keys. For and yeah, it's a thirty-six point font on the keys, oh, so people with low it. vision. Yeah, use yeah, it, so it is a brand new style them. of keyboard. I
12: would talk to them because it it might be a driver issue of some kind. I just I never heard of anything it doesn't that works in the earlier in the day and then doesn't work later in the day. But this is Brad. That's hey Brad. different.
9: The ZoomText keyboard was made by AI Squared back in the day when before Freedom took them over. Ah, so, okay. uh, so you may have. And they, they did have, they did have software right. that would work with it, but it w- should work without it. What I'm wondering is, mm-hmm. it's been several years since they manufactured and subsequently discontinued that keyboard. If right. maybe there's. An issue with it working with a more recent version of Windows, like yeah, that's why I Windows was gonna 10 say 10 or drivers
12: alive. or something. But why would it work earlier in the day and then fail later in the day? I mean, that's that's well, I'm really wondering
9: flaky. if he's are you using Zoom Text with it? No. I'm using JAWS, yeah, that shouldn't matter. But yeah, why would it do you have the Zoom the, the software that came with the keyboard? That's that's I, I would think- read.
10: Really, oh, go ahead, Doc. <laughs> I, I I just didn't catch the question.
9: Yeah, oh, are you, you using? To, you're not running uh, Zoom Text or Fusion.
10: No, just JAWS,
9: okay. and you're this using a recent. It shouldn't matter, I
8: don't right? Know. And this is Deb. I'm also using a Zoom Text keyboard with the hub and the laptop, and I replaced my Zoom Text keyboard. I'm very sad to hear that there isn't one anymore. One of the features. About it, besides having large letters, it has the buttons across the top. That mm-hmm. I mean, it has more accessory buttons. But it did the last one that was the other issue. It did just start not working reliably. Was wow. how it failed. So did they update it basically. and
0: call it something new? Maybe it's got a new name and an updated no, version. No, if their freedom say, took, took them over, they discontinued it. Oh,
8: Look, that's
11: really. And they also specific. redesigned
9: Zoom ticks. so a lot of those. Buttons across the top, even if you had the software, I doubt they would still work. Hmm. Zoom Text got completely revamped in 2018,
1: I think. Well, I'm looking at Humanware's website, it looks like you can buy it on their website. So I wonder if this is something different. Interesting, for 250 Australian dollars,
10: the keyboard still available. I just got one recently.
1: That's interesting. So I would reach out to the company that you purchased it from too to see if they have any support slash suggestion. Sheila, thanks for that feedback, Elizabeth. Sheila, who do we got next? Yeah hey Scott. Hey
0: Scott. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say I was under the impression that this Sparrow had come out with something like this, had come out with this particular keyboard. Maybe, not. maybe I, maybe I just miss or didn't remember correctly or something. But my my hunch might be that I, I can't help wondering if the keyboard is so old that it's it's incompatible although it may work for a while it, it well you uh, know, it's, i it's had one that just it,
12: died too you know too, it's, it's, you it's know? incompatible
0: it's why it's acting so strangely is because it's just a compatibility issue with later versions of windows and, yeah. and like later hardware and whatever <laughs> like, well
1: yeah perfect i just found it boundless assistive technology apparently has it as well it looks like for free, but it looks like you can't pick the color, so their website's a little broken. Who do we got next? Sheila Beth. hey Beth hey Beth okay, yeah, yeah, I have a question um
6: um okay, I have a question about um n v d a like you I I to put it down <laughs> um uh he windows didn't,
7: media just windows. um you know. Yeah, so windows can't media I'm player. trying to see who that is, guys. Um, I
1: think that's Brad. When oh, Windows, yes, it me- is. windows do- Media
6: Player or or anything, um like like, you know, when I'm the speech like goes in the background of like what I'm downloading. Like um now how do you cause other speeches of uh you know the like just say if I have music on that I'm trying to hear and then trying to download from Pontis Media Downloader, and then the speech that I need to hear is in the background of the music.
1: So, so, um, so so can I I think what's happening, Beth? I think what's happening is your NVDA audio ducking feature got changed. So next time you're playing audio in Windows Media Player, try using NVDA. So, so your insert or caps lock key, the shift key, Mm -hmm. and the D key for Delta. So NVDA shift D and see if that toggle changes NVDA speech to what you expect it to do. Okay. So give that a try and let us know.
6: That's what audio ducking is.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you. No worries, Beth. Shiva, who do we got next? Brad, do
7: we have somebody in Clubhouse?
1: Yeah, I believe we have DJ. Uh,
7: Hey, DJ. DJ, Jamie, have to unmute
9: because I muted you. Are you there? That's
7: who I heard. Howdy, howdy. It is DJ on Tony's phone. Hey uh, quick. Hey, DJ. Quick question, guys. uh, with this group i o identification, mm-hmm. okay,
9: so last week, I received mine, and I you know did the thing you know where I sent a blank email and whatnot, and I got confirmation a couple of days late. I mean a couple of days later, so I'm good to go with mine. Try to do okay. the same thing on Tony's phone, and um did exactly the same thing that I did on mine and she has yet to receive a uh, confirmation notice. And I'm wondering, do I have to resend it out again or what?
1: I don't know. Here's what I would do. If I was in your case, take her phone, go to groups.io, enter her email address to sign in, and they'll send a link. Tap on that link. And if If any action needs to be taken, it'll tell you at the top of the groups.io page. Is she receiving emails still from groups? Oh,
7: she's still receiving emails from groups. Then
1: she's likely good to go because she should have stopped receiving emails on Sunday. But that's how I would verify that she's good to go is to go to groups.io, enter her email address. It'll send a link to her. So you tap on that link. And if she needs to do something, there'll be a notice at the top of the page.
7: Cool. Thank you so much. You guys no worries,
13: DJ. To you. You, you too,
0: make, sir. All right, all
7: right, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, guys. Hey, doing?
0: Good. How are you?
13: I like the, I like this call. It's very informative. Thank you. Um, I also have a problem with MSIE. <laughs> um, it seems a lot of times it becomes silent, and all I hear da 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 da. Like I'm like I'm I'm in the beta versions of it, or sometimes I uninstall the whole thing because I just don't trust it. you know what it does and or sometimes it just hangs like <clears throat> like like it it just stays it like hang like it um like it doesn't say anything. it's not speaking. it's just kind of stuttering it's like hanging sort of um
3: mm-hmm.
13: I describe it it's so I, I don't know It's like it's so I don't know what to do with it. I mean I, I uninstall sometimes I do we start with add-ons disabled or sometimes I do uh, the run com. Registration, but I don't know what else, what else to do or to install something else. I mean, I don't know what to do.
1: So in that situation, cause I don't know a lot about resetting, uh, NVDA settings like you can with JAWS, but in that situation, what I would try doing when NVDA freezes is activate narrator with control windows, enter, yes. and then see if something's on the screen that's preventing NVDA from, from speaking.
13: Mm. Oh, that's a good idea to see if that narrator can tell me what's,
1: what's, uh, what's, uh, yeah. it. Yeah. That that's where I would start to, otherwise I don't really have much more suggest. I don't think that prop that was proper grammar, I but I don't have a good suggestion. Uh, aside from there are some mailing lists out there for NVDA. Um, yes. if you're able to see what's going on on that screen, you could try reaching out to those mailing lists. Or of course there's always the disability answer desk when it freezes up. Oh, that's a good idea. The microphone. And remember, good. with "Be My Eyes" on your phone, disability answer desk can actually see your screen through your phone's camera, and they can tell you if there's something there that's preventing NVDA from speaking.
13: Right. I don't have that, but okay, I'll try that. And and also, there's another question. There's another place. I you know, some of, the, some of the synthesizers, I can't stand. So I put. So I go to. Uh, are you familiar with Blind Health Project? Uh, I think .dot net It's a it's a it's a whole thing we. They have all these uh, like Eloquence and Vocalizer and stuff like that. Is it okay to, it's okay to install from there, right?
1: I don't know from my experiences that is stolen software Um, at that website. I don't know for sure if they're giving away Eloquence or uh, the Vocalizer voices. I do know that AT guy sells licenses for those. So I'm
0: not sure how they're doing that uh, legally. I see. So basically download at your own risk in that kind of situation.
13: At my own risk, because in, in uh, nothing's happened, and people at Microsoft uh, has encouraged me to do it. I, I asked them, and they, they encouraged me to do it.
1: Interesting. Okay, well, thanks for letting us know, and uh, we let us know if that works. Sheila, who do we got next? Thank Brad. you. Thanks, Brad, do we have yep, somebody yep.
13: in Clubhouse? Thank you.
1: Brad? Brad? Or did Brad uh, re-raise his hand?
9: Yes, he did. Brad, you're muted. Okay, now how about it? There now go. we can oh. hear you. Okay, we have Joseph Hudson on stage. Joseph, go ahead.
0: Hey, Joseph, how um, are
7: you? I'm doing a, um First time caller. Been following ACB for a while, and I've attended some of the community calls. I just wanted to jump on and um, going back to the groups IO thing. Um, and to answer this question, I don't mean to take over your guys' parade here, but <clears throat> I'm going to shed a little bit of light since I'm a part of the beta group. Um, if you're using a Gmail address, you more than likely do not need to verify it because Mark indicated that over on the beta group a couple of days ago. There was a group that added a bunch of addresses, and he thought that they were trying to uh, create a spam trap, so that's why um, you more than likely had to be put in verify status but you actually don't have to verify your Gmail address.
1: All right. Well thanks for sharing that and we appreciate you uh supporting the ACB community and jumping in for the first time. Uh appreciate that. Um not a problem. And um I do want to make a comment if I
7: may on the uh on the uh, on the question of the day if you don't mind mm-hmm. Michael we can go back. Go um for it. I, I've actually, uh, I've made the purchase of the OrCam. I like it. I've been looking in the, uh, at the Envision glasses. I've been uh, running the uh, <clears throat> Envision app, actually, um, now, um, uh, again, and uh, thinking about getting the glasses for that as well.
1: Gotcha. As well. well, good. Yeah. Thanks a lot for uh, sharing that with us, and uh, we appreciate your feedback. No problem, Sheila. Who do we got next? All
4: right, you've got about ten minutes. And Gregory, hey Gregory, audio now unmuted. Hello, hello, um, and now lowered. As I said before, I've got this, the Celest Beta app on my phone, and I'm trying to send feedback to Celest, and I'm trying to learn screen recording. And in the um, controls, there is a
0: Janet Wright has left the
4: meeting button that says you know, everything is shown on the screen and it recommends to do the Do Not Disturb. Is the Do Not Disturb button there? Is it not labeled or
1: do I have to go back into settings? You can go to
0: Control Center and turn it on and off if you want to.
1: It's in Control Center also. Yeah, so that screen that you're talking about um, does not have the Do Not Disturb button on it. It It just just, tells you that you should enable it. So what I typically do is at that point, I just tell Siri to enable it for me. Um, um, also, if you go to unmute.show and type in screen recording, we do a we do have an audio demo showing people how they can uh, include both their voice and voiceover in the screen recording, if that would be helpful for you, too.
4: Yeah, I've gotten that far. I mean, I've got yeah. <laughs> it. Works, so I was wondering Good. about the last term. Thank you yeah, very just much. Just
1: tell Siri to enable it for you. Uh, thank you. No worries. Thanks for your question, Gregory. Sheila, who do we got next? Hey, Desi. Hey, Desi.
5: Hey guys, I was just going um, to respond to what DJ was asking because um, my my thought was um, he had said that Tony didn't receive a confirmation um, and a, re- uh, a similar thing happened to me the other day and I thought I hadn't received a confirmation until later it occurred to me to check my junk folder and I had two of them in there. So um, maybe check the junk folder before all else.
1: Yes. Yes. That would definitely help. Um, so thanks for that, Desi. Uh, check the yeah. junk folder if you're expecting something and it's not there. That should be life advice for people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the junk folder.
1: There you go. Thanks a lot, Desi. Um, Sheila, do we have any other hands? No,
6: not sir. You are clear for right now.
0: Okay. One of the things I was going to bring to... up, Michael, in the updates, uh, in all the Apple updates that came out last week, another real cool feature is if you use Apple Music, now they've built in collaborative playlists with people that you can share them with. So if you are on a playlist and uh, you want to share in Apple Music, you can share a playlist and uh, share it with one or more, multiple people. So that's kind of a cool thing people are having fun with. So that's something to check out in the new updates. And as always, they have tons of security bug fixes and all kinds of other things. So always good to update your Apple devices if they have updates that are coming out. So
12: Elizabeth, that's your hand raised. Hey Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi. This is actually a simple, quick question. I know it's unusual for me to do simple, quick, but um, I I have never been able. I've gotten malware bytes to run but I've never gotten to be able to read the screen effectively on Windows, Mm -hmm. Windows 10. Can somebody talk about the accessibility? And this is the free version. Can somebody talk about Malwarebytes and tell me if I buy the paid version, would it work better?
1: Um, if someone has some feedback, they can raise their hand. I don't have any experience with using Malwarebytes. I primarily, when I'm on Windows, I'm using Windows Defender. Um, but I know that there are some blind individuals out there using Malwarebytes Pro. Um, I think some of them do require use of the JAWS cursor or NVDA review cursor. So what I would oh, do I in that case there, that. Elizabeth, yeah. is to just search for on Google for Malwarebytes with JAWS, and you should get some, some input on some. Yeah,
12: I tried. Okay, thanks. Thank I thought maybe you. Maybe somebody
1: here would know. All right, Sheila. I think we have one, one more. more. Here. Let's take yep. that. Oh, Beth, go again? ahead.
6: Hey, Beth. Um, yeah, I I thought of another question. I I um was on YouTube and I tried to get my subscriptions and I kept clicking on one. It wouldn't let me um get it. And and then so I tried going to feedback and it said something about screenshot and I didn't understand what it actually meant, but I couldn't, it, it had, it had no, no way of, of being able to edit it. Like, 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 um, I mean like editable text and then I could write my feedback.
1: That's interesting. I'm not certain what exactly is going on with that one, uh, Beth. What I would try if you haven't yet is to close the app, reopen it, and then try to go to your subscriptions again, and then check in your rotor to see if screen recognition is for some reason enabled. Okay. Yep. So try that out. It sounds like you have a couple of things to try out and feel free to reach back (laughs) out to us if you have any other questions. Okay, Beth. Okay, thanks. (laughs) No, no worries. Sheila, I don't think we have any other hands. All right, that's all she wrote.
0: Thanks, Brad and Sheila. As always, we appreciate all of your help every week. You guys are awesome. Also, we want to remind everyone, go check out the Unmute website at unmute.show and check out all the podcasts, things in the past that we've done, the archives, there's all kinds of stuff up there. And we're updating it all the time to bring a really better experience for everyone. So unmute.show, check that out. Also, everybody have a great week. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.
13: Thank you. Thanks,
7: y'all.
0: Unmute.show.